<laughs> You're trying to hold it in. I know. <laughs> Hello, people <laughs> listening to us, possibly from Norway. <laughs> there's a lot of people from Norway. Yes. More in Switzerland now, actually. Yes. We love you. Well, no, I think there's not more in Switzerland than in Norway, but Switzerland is catching up. They're trying their darndest. <laughs> their darndest. <laughs> what? It's a oh, perfectly okay, reasonable l- word. <laughs> Listen, I've had three muscle relaxers. <laughs> So that's where I'm at. Not recreationally. I took three so that I could sit in this chair for an hour and 20 minutes and not have intense leg pain. I'm just insane. <laughs> yes. I need sleep is really what my thing is. Uh, do you want some coffee? No. <laughs> okay. Remember my mom said I can't have any coffee when I'm over at your house and I'm going to come to her house the next day. Oh, yeah. I, I spent all my time in the bathroom. I, oh, okay. I thought that was if you were going to be driving the next nope. day. If I'm spending time with my mom, I can't drink your coffee. Oh, my God. She doesn't get to see me because I'm in the bathroom all day long. Your mom just, like, hates me, probably. She doesn't hate you. She just thinks that my, my you know, reasoning for drinking coffee is not... She's like, did you even... She's like, why were you drinking coffee late at night? Because I wanted to stay awake for the podcast. Well, how come you didn't get started earlier? Because we talked too much. <laughs> Why don't you just stop talking and talk on the podcast? Because we can't do that. It's hard to do that. It's hard. It's hard to get going. Listen, we got to get all the BS out of the way first before we get... Because listen, this podcast would be like three hours long per episode. (laughs) Because then we'd be like sitting there going, and then he said this. And oh my gosh, that reminds me. This happened the other day. And we just go on and on and on. And we do that sometimes anyways. We're doing that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Okay. But it's fine. That's totally fine. Whatever. <laughs> I okay. like to think it's part of our charm. It is. It is, damn it. <laughs> okay. Today, we're talking about season four, episode 17, called It's a Terrible Life. So, oh, welcome back to Idiots and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So an alarm clock goes off. It's 6 a.m. Dean turns it off, and then we see him in the kitchen of a fabulous apartment. Mm-hmm. Okay, later he calls it a house, but I'm pretty sure it's an apartment because it looked like he was walking out of an apartment building. Yeah, I think it's like a, um, what are those, the, um, like, penthouse sort of situations. Oh, like yeah, yeah. top floor where it's like you get the whole thing, but it's like not, it's technically an apartment, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I'll agree with that. So he's making espresso. <laughs> Express yourself. <laughs> he's making oh, espresso <laughs> and wearing a business shirt with a tie and wait for it, suspenders. Yes, <laughs> I am a big fan of suspenders, especially on that body. <laughs> Listen, my note for this was Dapper Dean. <laughs> yes. Yes. I I'm like petting my notebook. <laughs> I'm like Dapper Dean as I'm like petting the words. It's fine. Uh, it's totally fine. Okay, so he walks out um, to a modern sedan. <laughs> and not the Impala. Not the Impala or some other classic car. And okay, and when he turns the car on, some hard rock plays on the radio. He makes a disgusted face <laughs> and then turns it to NPR. <laughs> something is really wrong so uh, yeah so i was like okay you know he's 
you know, trying to fool somebody that he's whatever. But then, but then, like the radio situation, I was like, "What's wrong with Dean?" <laughs> yeah, because that's like, when it um, that's when it really hits you. Like he's yeah. not listening. This isn't right? Yeah. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can say my not natural. <laughs> it's just not natural. It's not natural. <sighs> so he goes to the Sandover Building and goes into his office. The name on the door says Dean Smith, Director Sales and Marketing. We get a montage of Dean doing business things, <laughs> like typing an email and talking uh, to a colleague and saying, what I want to know is when are they going to have another show like Project Runway? <laughs> Which just, uh. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. No girl. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad show. I'm not against that show. Oh, no. It's just a surprising choice. Yeah. Um, he eats a salad for lunch. Um, and he has a phone conversation in which he says some very businessy things. <laughs> then Mr. Adler walks in. So Dean ends his phone call. Mr. Adler claps Dean on the shoulder and says, Dean, good stuff. Big things. Good stuff. <laughs> Dean says, good stuff. Big words. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So we see Dean on another phone call. He says, oh, I hear you. I haven't been to the gym in ages. Carry a little bloat around myself. Yeah. <laughs> to which I snort laugh. <laughs> There's, I did. there's no bloat on that I was body. like, listen. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, he says, yeah, it's a sedentary lifestyle. My man, no two ways. All right, tell me one more time. You said lemon and what was it? Cayenne and maple syrup. Are you serious? I kind of want to try that. Okay, listen. Just to see what it tastes like. Okay. Like, not I'm, to do the whole trend with it. Like, okay. I just want to see what it tastes like. This is, like, one of the oldest cleanses, yeah. you know, that has been popular. It's mm-hmm. even a book at Barnes & Noble. It's, oh, like, geez. this little, like, pamphlet. It's super thin. Huh. It's called The Master Cleanse. It's very um, controversial. Uh-huh. I don't really know why, except people are, like, boo it. But huh. well, but, huh. but so many people still do it. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, so, at the end of the day, Dean packs up his briefcase bag. Oh, I don't know what kind of bag that is. Not quite a messenger bag. Yeah, like a laptop. Well, did they have laptops? I don't think so. What year Wait, was this? I do this think so. Been... I think Sam's had a laptop in previous episodes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah he's so. had. Okay, so yeah, there's laptops. So, so okay. maybe like one of those laptop carrier okay. bag things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he heads to the elevator. When he gets inside, <clears throat> Sam is there staring at him funny. Sam says, do I know you? <laughs> Dean says, I don't think so. Sam says, I'm sorry, man. You just look really familiar. Dean says, save it for the health club, pal. <laughs> like, he's basically calling Sam, like, he's basically telling Sam that, like, stop hitting on me. Right. Like, it's really. Like, this is, is your pickup line and uh, barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So then Dean gets off the elevator and we get our opening title sequence. I remember the first time I watched this episode, I was just like nail biting like uh, what is happening? happening to our boys yeah anxiety is, okay. is real folks and i i did have a little bit even the second time watching this because it had been a long time since mm-hmm. i'd seen it i was like oh yeah i don't, <laughs> I don't like this i don't like this yeah <laughs> right so we cut to another floor in the sandover building it's full of cubicles sam is sitting in one answering phone calls and he does not fit in that cubicle by the way <laughs> oh no he's way too long for that cubicle <laughs> Oh my. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) What are you pointing at? I just saw Killian face. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw a little head poke around the corner. (laughs) Okay. We'll see if he makes some noise. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> Hi, Killian. Hi. I don't think you're supposed to be down here. Okay, come give me a hug. Oh, I love you. Love you. Give me a smooch. Mwah. Okay, go back upstairs. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so the Sam. So that's Killian, folks. Oh yeah, so if you <laughs> I don't heard think us. we've met him before. No, at least not on the pod. Have we? No, not no. on the podcast. Okay. I'm sure you'll hear more of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Sam is sitting in a cubicle answering phone calls. He is wearing a yellow company polo shirt. He answers the phone and says, "Tech support. This is Sam Wesson." Okay, well, did you try turning it off and then on? <laughs> okay, go ahead and turn it off. No, no, just off. All right, give it a second. Um, I just want to say <laughs> that this is very reminiscent of the IT Crowd TV show, where um, I've seen bits of it. Oh, it is a funny show. If you just start it from the beginning, you will laugh your ass off. Well, okay, so here's <laughs> the thing: is that I was originally going to watch it with Chris, mm-hmm. and then he watched it without me, <laughs> and uh. now I want nothing to do with it. Oh, <laughs> and so I'm kind of like, um, don't. I don't want to watch that. Don't yeah. let Chris take that away from you. Oh, no. Like, it I'm is so much to, better. I'm going to watch it at some point, mm-hmm. but I'm just kind of like, eh, I've got like a bunch of other shows that I need to watch I first, get it. and then I'll do that. But like, yeah. but it will like enrich your life. Oh, I'm sure. It, it was is, funny from yeah. what I did see of it. It is so good. So um, I even read a, a nod that this was um, <laughs> Killian's <laughs> still creeping. <laughs> That mm-hmm. this this whole part where he's like turn it off and back on like mm-hmm. that's a nod to the IT crowd yeah so because that's like ev- what they say to their tech oh, yeah. people all the I time. mean every okay that's like, true in real life that's true too yeah that's yeah was my uh, so when I was working at the PT clinic the IT guy all the time if I had any problem with my surface he'd be like did you turn it off and on again it's like ha 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 shut up fix it I already tried that yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah I had to okay. do when I was at Barnes and Noble I had to do tech support for the nooks that we sell which oh, are yeah. like the e-readers and yeah that's <clears> the <throat> first thing you do turn it off and on yeah because mm-hmm. sometimes that shit helps it does sometimes it's just like I can't deal with life right now and it needs to have a little mini nap and then it mm-hmm. will be just fine right <laughs> Right. I do that with my phone every time it fucks up. Um, Okay. So Sam is playing with a vampire bobblehead figurine, which looks like the little vampire from that episode, the shape-shifting vampire. Shape-shifting vampire. From the episode Monster Movie where it was a shape-shifter. Oh, yeah. Mm But he looked like that vampire. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam gets off the phone and one of his coworkers, who is not wearing the company polo shirt, says, hey, his name is Ian. Sam's like, yo. Ian says, uh... What do you think of Mimi? Sam says, she's okay. Ian says, might have to hit that. <laughs> Sam says, oh, dude, that is totally age inappropriate. <laughs> Sam says, or sorry, Ian says, experience. <laughs> Sam says, trifocals. <laughs> Ian says, there's a MILF in there, Sam. I just know it. And it's so scotching. And then he says, maybe a gummilf. <laughs> Sam says, come on. Ian says, coffee break? Sam says, yeah, for sure. So they get up and stop by another co-worker's cubicle. Ian says, Paul, time for a refuel, buddy. But Paul says, sorry, no time. Ian says, since when? Dude, we get paid by the hour. Paul says, working. Ian says, okay. And they walk away. Sam says, he seems stressed. Ian says, probably just freaked because he got busted surfing porn on the internet. (laughs) Sam says, no, wait, when? Ian says, uh, he got sent up to HR yesterday. Guess they put the fear of God in him. 
So they get to the break room and someone takes some popcorn out of the microwave. That's not a big note, but the microwave plays in later. <laughs> the microwave is a thing. Yeah. It's just letting us know that, yes, there's a microwave. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm just... What? Popcorn kernels exploding. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> is that why they put popcorn in there of all things? Yeah, to show you things exploding. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yes, I just caught on. <laughs> oh no! Uh, okay, so anyways. so Ian grabs some boxes of pencils and pockets them. Sam says, "Ian, dude." Ian says, "Just doing a little shopping, running low at home." Who used pencils at home? I burped when I said that. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I tried to like play it off like I didn't, I but I did. I don't use pencils at home. No, pencils I used aren't pencils thing. at home a lot when I was in school. Okay, but that was pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ian says, "So Sam, have any of those dreams lately?" Sam sighs, and Ian says, "What? Don't be like that. Come on, it's the highlight of my day." Sam says, "I never should have told you in the first place." Ian says, they're genius. Don't hold on on me, dude. Share with the class. Sam says, you're just going to be a dick about it. Ian says, what? No way. I won't say a word. Total respect. I just want to say that Ian is a total douchebag. Yeah. Nothing about him is good. And I don't no. understand why Sam is friends with him. Maybe they're not I mean, friends, but they're like just like one of those work workplace alliances more than a friendship, I feel. I just, I don't like Ian. There, there's nothing redeemable about him. No, not really. Anyway. No. Sam says, I dreamt that I saved a Grim Reaper named Tessa from demons. Ian laughs and says, classic. How much D&D did you play when you were a kid? <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so you're rescuing the Grim Reaper. You're a hero. I mean, thank God we got Harry Potter here to save us all from the apocalypse. <laughs> what Sam's, a dick. I know. Sam says, dick. Ian says, wizard. <laughs> We cut to some time later. Sam is sitting in his cubicle doing some paperwork. He yawns and suddenly gets a flashback of himself killing some monsters and then of Dean killing a vampire. So we cut to Sam getting on a crowded elevator. Dean is there, too. They don't look happy to see each other. <laughs> it's awkward. Yeah. The door stops on the floor and everyone else gets off. The doors close and Sam says, can I ask you a question? Dean says, look, man, I told you, I'm not into the... Sam says, oh, dude, come on. I'm not either. I just want to ask you one question. Dean says, sure. Sam says, what do you think about ghosts? <laughs> Dean says, ghosts? Sam says, do you believe in them? Dean says, uh, tell you the truth, I've never given it much thought. Sam says, vampires. Dean says, what? Why? <laughs> He's like, you're weird, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'd react in that situation. I'd be like, um... Well, I would probably, assuming that I didn't know the person at all, I would have very guarded answers. If I've had even one conversation with the person, I'd probably be like, well, I mean, yeah. you know, like, I guess I could think of it this way or this way. You know, like, I would actually kind of answer, but, like, somebody that I didn't know, I'd be like, can you please go away now? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be so weird. I don't know you. <laughs> um, Dean says, what? Why? And Sam says, because I've been having some weird dreams lately. You know what I mean? Dean says, no, not really. <laughs> Sam says, so you never have any weird dreams. Dean says, all right, look, man, uh, I don't know you, okay? But I'm going to do a public service and let you know that you overshare. <laughs> the door's open and Dean gets out. So we cut to Sam doing another tech support call. He's doodling on a notepad and we see he's drawing vampires. He checks to see if anyone's watching and then he Googles vampires. 
He ends the phone call and Ian says, what you doing? Sam says, nothing. Ian says, you get an email from Human Resources? Sam says, no, why? Ian says, damn it, guess it's just me then. I'm supposed to, quote, report to HR, unquote. Sam says, well, they're probably finally busting you for snaking all those office supplies. Ian says, I hope they spank me. <laughs> Ian, I mean, that was kind of funny. I know. <laughs> Ian walks away, and Sam hears Paul saying, no, 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 please don't do this to me, please. Sam says, hey, man, you okay? Paul says, it froze. Sam says, they're crap, Paul. They freeze all the time. Paul says, you don't understand. When I rebooted, everything was gone. A whole day's work deleted. Sam says, well, did you back up? Paul says, no, I didn't back up. I wish to God I backed up, but I didn't. I'll get it back. I'll find it. It's somewhere. Find it. Sam says, Paul, it's okay, man. These things happen. So we cut to nighttime. Everyone is gone except Paul, who is still trying to recover his work. He says, come on, please. All that work gone. Failed. Then he gets up and goes into the break room kitchen. He grabs some plastic forks and breaks all the prongs off one. He opens the microwave and uses the broken fork to make the microwave think the door is closed. Then he sets it for 10 minutes. Which is a long time. Freaking long time. I mean, you just want to be sure, I guess. But (laughs) (laughs) I guess. So he puts his head inside the microwave and pushes start. He starts screaming and the camera pans to a sign above the microwave that says, Don't heat up your fish here. It stinks. Thank you. Oh, no. Then the microwave dings. Okay, so I think we talked about this the last episode, but Rochelle tried to do this. <laughs> okay, let me just clarify. <laughs> I did not actually stick my head in the microwave, but I did try and stick a plastic fork in there to see if you could trick it into thinking that the door was shut. And it couldn't, right? It didn't work. But that was... <gasps> I'm going to try it with your microwave. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. It didn't work. It didn't work with mine. It, maybe it'll work with you. Oh, no. It'll work with you. I'm going to stick all right. You got to break the prongs off. She's trying to trick my microwave right now. <laughs> I wonder if, does it have two latches? It does have two latches. I wonder if you have to, like, do both of them. Probably. I need another fork. <laughs> She's going for another fork. I, ah! Oh, my God. There's two. Well, how are you going to close the door? If I'm not both, close the if, door. Oh, wait. <laughs> You're, how are you going to program the microwave with both of your hands? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rochelle's about to die. I'm glad we're recording it. I mean, okay, so it lets you push the buttons. It lets you push the buttons. Like, I can't get the little prongs to go. Okay, I'm not unhappy about this. I am. <laughs> They've designed microwaves so that you cannot, in fact, cook your head. I think that's a good thing. (laughs) What if you wanted to watch something cook? What if you just wanted to... There's a freaking window in the microwave. But it's not like seeing it up close and personal. (laughs) (laughs) Not like feeling your eyeballs cooking in your skull. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right. So we cut to the morning. Paul's body is being taken away. Sam is watching and sees Dean, who is also watching. Dean says to the guy standing next to him, something about this seems not right to you. The guy says, uh, yeah, try the whole thing. I'm telling you, man, I am never eating popcorn again. (laughs) 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 Uh, 
probably got some brains left over in that microwave. Listen, at that point, you need a new microwave. Oh, There's you totally not going to be going, like, yeah. you can't clean that. You're right. <laughs> you can't. Well, you think, I mean, your head would cook enough and then your body would give out under you. You would die so, and you would fall over. Yeah, you'd fall over. You wouldn't be left in it. But still, that means that there's going to be brain exploded all over the microwave and then down the microwave and on the floor. I know. <laughs> whatever else is around the microwave. Ugh, gross. Disgusting. The whole thing needs to just be burned. I know. <laughs> all of it. The whole room. Ugh. So we cut to Dean looking at Paul's employee file. It looks like he was two weeks away from retirement. We cut to Sam in the cubicle farm. He says to Ian, hey, why would someone kill themselves two weeks before they were supposed to retire? I mean, Paul was two weeks from freedom. He should have been happy, right? Ian says, I don't have time for this, Sam. Sam laughs and says, that's very funny. What's with you? Ian says, I'm working. It's important. Sam says, HR Buster Balls or something? He notices Ian wearing the company polo and says, you're wearing the shirt. Did you shave? Ian answers a phone call and then says to Sam, I have to go up to 22 to speak to a manager. So we kept, you were just laughing. Were you going to say something? Yeah, did you shave? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I was just laughing. Oh, okay. Say, no. <laughs> okay. Nope. Just laughing. So we cut to Ian knocking on Dean's office door. Dean says, oh, Ian, is it? Come on in. Yesterday you filled out a 445T. And uh, no problem. Just a few errors. I think my mom just left if you heard the door there. Front door. Front door. I like, it's like the only time it sounds like kind of British is yeah. when they say door. Front door. I don't know if I have, you know, my Nana, who, so my great grandmother was British. Mm-hmm. And every time she'd come over to the house, I'd start talking a little funny. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but I don't think that I have a very good British accent. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just, like, if I'm around it enough, I'll start, like, saying things in weird ways. Or, yeah. like, weird compared to, like, what I would normally speak like, you know? Yeah. But if I try... <laughs> I don't think it works very well. That's funny. So there's that. (laughs) I can't really do any accents. I just kind of suck at them all. Apparently, I do a Hungarian accent. (laughs) Uh, Yes, you do. You totally do. Um, Dean says, no problem, just a few errors. I mean, we did just switch over to Vista, so I'm sure you're used to filling out the dash R's. Am I right? (laughs) Do you remember Vista, Windows Vista? Oh, yeah. It was a nightmare for everybody. Nobody liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody Uh. did. Ian says, oh, no. Dean says, no, it's fine. I just need you to redo one today so I can get the show on the road with the invoicing. Ian says, oh, my God. Dean says, no, it's fine. Just refile it and we're square. Ian says, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe it. Dean says, hey, guy, come on. Ian says, no, no, it affected profits. I screwed up. I am so sorry. How could I do that? I failed Sandover. I failed the company. Dean says, why don't you just sit down, Ian? Ian says, no, and runs away. (laughs) I gotta say that I am loving Dean as this like kind director or whatever he is. He's yeah, some sort of upper management. He's talking to this guy like he's a real person Mm -hmm. and he genuinely is trying to make him not freak out. Yeah. He just handled it very well and I was impressed with him. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. So Dean follows him into the bathroom. Dean says, Hey, just chill out, man, okay? Then Dean notices that he can see his own breath. The automatic sink starts turning themselves on, and so do the soap dispensers. And the soap is, like, 
pooling on the floor and yeah. ugh, that was creepy looking yeah. i don't know what about it was so creepy it was just like the bubblegum pink color <laughs> I, oh okay so one time <laughs> one um, time at band camp <laughs> one time at barnes and noble <laughs> um i was working and the someone um someone put a soap dispenser um one of the ones that you just stick on the wall mm-hmm um, not over the sink or the counter, but off to the side. Mm-hmm. So um, you'd pump some soap, you'd get some soap on your hand, you'd move your hand away, and some more would come out. Onto the floor. Okay? Soap hey. on the fucking floor. I knew this because I worked there, but what customer knows this? Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got fucking soap on the fucking floor. Like, people are going to go slipping and sliding and skating around this And place. I did it one time. It was oh, the no. morning. It was the morning. I had just done the accounting. I was tired. I just wasn't thinking. I stepped right in it and slipped and fell on my on my back. Ugh. It was so embarrassing. No one saw me, but I was just like, I knew it was there. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know how we didn't get sued for that shit. I don't know. But, uh nightmare. So after I fell, they moved it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Barnes & Noble. Thanks, Barnes & Noble. Uh, God. Oh, my gosh. That's like, oh, did I tell you about the time that I wiped out at work? No. When oh, I, when you, when you like, fell, fell up, up the, the stairs? stairs. Yes. Yeah, did I she, talk about that on You podcast? did, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah you that did. was embarrassing in front of a new patient. Yeah, like, that's awkward. Oh, I don't I didn't see anything. Oh yeah, okay. There's only two people in this whole building right mm-hmm. now. Or three people, I guess, in this whole building right now. And you didn't see the big crash and hear the big okay. Yeah. Know, like, <laughs> that's nice of him. I mean <laughs> I would rather have just laughed it off instead of him being like I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. Then that makes it even more awkward. Yeah. You can't just like face it and move on. Right. Know? Right. Uh, uh, I thought I had soap all over my pants. <laughs> you know? I would not want to have soap uh, all over my pants. Anyway. At least when you go to wash them they'll be extra clean. There you go. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, so the soap is pooling on the floor. <laughs> Dean says, hey, maybe we should get out of here, huh? Come on. Ian looks at... Uh, nope, that's not the right... Nope. Oh. What? Ian looks at me. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I got it now. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, oh. Dean says, Ian, look at me. <laughs> Ian looks at me. Wait, Ian looks at me. What the hell am I watching? <laughs> okay. So Ian turns to face him and then he takes a pencil out of his pocket and stabs it into his neck and blood starts pouring out. Hold on. Mm, I- good. Ian collapses and Dean sees in the mirror a very old, sinister looking man. Then Ian dies. Dean yells, Somebody help me! So we cut to Dean telling the cops what happened. Sam is there too. They share a look. <laughs> almost as if they knew each other i know uh we cut to sam in his cubicle he answers the phone and it's dean he says i need to see you in my office now so sam goes up and knocks on the door dean says come on in shut the door who the hell are you sam says i'm not sure i know dean says what the hell does that mean sam says sam wesson i started here three weeks ago dean says all right you cornered me in the elevator talking about ghosts and now sam says now what Dean says, now nothing. I, uh, so you started working here three weeks ago, huh? Me too. He opens up a water bottle and says, it's the master cleanse. You tried it? Phenomenal. Detoxes you like nobody's business. 
Dean takes a drink and Sam says, when you were in that bathroom with Ian, did you see something? Dean says, I don't know. I don't know what I saw. Sam says, wait, are you saying, did you see a ghost? Dean says, I was freaking out. The guy penciled his damn neck. (laughs) (laughs) He stabbed himself in the neck. (laughs) Sam says, you did, didn't you? Okay, listen, what if these suicides aren't suicides? I mean, what if there's something not natural? (laughs) (laughs) What if it's not natural? (laughs) What are we going to (laughs) do? Dean says, so what? Ghosts are real? And they're responsible for all the dead bodies around here? Is that what you're telling me? Sam says, look, I know it sounds crazy, but yes, that is what I'm telling you. Dean says, "Uh uh-huh, based on what? Sam says, instinct. Dean says, I've got the same instinct. Sam says, seriously? You know, these dreams I was telling you about, I was dreaming about ghosts. And then it turns out there's a real ghost. Dean says, so you're telling me that your dreams are special visions and that you're some kind of psychic? Sam says, no, I mean, that would be nuts. I'm just saying something weird is definitely going on around here, right? So I've been digging around a little. I think I found a connection between the two guys. Killian, you just scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and you're proud of yourself, aren't you? You scared me. I thought there was something not natural happening. <laughs> I was, okay, I wanted to point him out, but then I was like, I want to see if she loses it. <laughs> God, thanks, you guys. You're welcome. Thanks a lot. Oh, you scared me. I was like, wait for it. Me. Wait for if it. If I was alone and that happened, I would have peed a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need you to go back upstairs with Dad. Give me a hug. I can't. Why can't you? I'm just gonna stay down here. Well, you gotta be super quiet then. I can be. I can sit my lips. Oh my God, you're just so cute. <laughs> I can hardly stand it. Okay, no noise. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm just gonna grab my boo the tablet. Okay, you can't play the tablet down here. Then why are you crying? Oh, my God. He's so cute. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So Sam says, I've been digging around a little. I think I found a connection between the two guys. He gives Dean two pieces of paper. Dean looks at them and says, you broke into their email accounts? Sam says, I used some skills that I happen to have to satisfy my curiosity. <laughs> what? Dean says, Dean says, nice. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, okay, so it turns out Ian and Paul both got the same email telling them to report to HR, room 1444. Dean says, HR is on 7. Sam says, exactly. Dean says, should we go check this out? Sam says, like right now? (laughs) Dean says, no, no, it's getting late. You're right. Sam says, I am dying to check this out right now. (laughs) Dean says, right? So we cut to an employee walking up to room 1444. He opens the door and it's full of old equipment like computers and monitors. Okay. When you said old, like I knew you were going to say old equipment or old computers or something like that. But for some reason, my mind automatically auto-corrected it to old lady. (laughs) (laughs) Full of old ladies. (laughs) I don't know why my brain was just like, this is where this sentence is going to go. <laughs> and it did not go that way. <laughs> uh, I'm glad there wasn't just like old ladies stacked in there. <laughs> oh, it sounds terrifying. <laughs> I don't know why my brain does what it does. 
<laughs> so the man says, hello, and the door slams shut behind him. He tries to open it, but it won't budge. Just then, a bunch of computer monitors turn on to static, and the dude can see his own breath. The computer screens start to rattle. Outside the room, Sam and Dean are approaching. They hear a bunch of noise and the dude yelling, so they rush to the door, but it won't open. So Sam kicks the door in. Dean says, whoa! And they see that some of the shelves have fallen on the dude, so they try to help him. Then the old man ghost throws Dean and pushes Sam away. The old man ghost. I know I keep calling old man ghost instead of just ghost. Uh, I mean, because he's an old man. And he looks just really old and sinister. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. rocking that old look. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, he the ghost looks at his own fingers, which have some electricity thing going on. He's about to touch the dude in the head, but Dean finds some tools and grabs um, a wrench made of iron and swings it through the ghost, making it disappear. So Sam and Dean lift the shelves off of the dude. Sam asks, how did you know to do that? Dean says, I have no idea. We cut to Dean's apartment. He's drinking the master cleanse. (laughs) He says, holy crap, dude. (laughs) Sam says, yeah, I could use a beer. Dean says, oh, sorry, man. I'm on the cleanse. I got rid of all the carbs in the house. Sam says, how the hell did you know that ghosts are scared of wrenches? (laughs) Dean says, crazy, right? And nice job kicking in that door, too. That was very Jet Li. What are you, like a black belt or something? Sam says, no, I have no clue how I did that. It's like, we've done this before. Dean says, what do you mean before? Like Shirley MacLaine before? Sam says, no. I, so I looked up Shirley MacLaine because I didn't know who that was. Yeah, I don't and know she's either. an old actress who is like really into like mysticism and stuff. Okay. And I'm not sure if she's still alive or not. Well, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam says, no, I can just, I just can't shake this feeling. Like I don't belong here. You know what I mean? Like I should do something more than sit in a cubicle. Dean says, I think most people who work in a cubicle feel that way. Sam says, no. Well, look, it's more than that. Like, I don't like my job. I don't like this town. I don't like my clothes. I don't like my own last name. I don't know how else to explain it, except that it feels like I should be doing something else. There's just something in my blood. Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay, Killian, I need you to be quiet. Okay? And you got to stop prancing around me because it's very distracting. So I need you to sit down, okay? okay? Thank you. And I need you to not make noise. <laughs> okay, thank you. Don't play the tablet, okay? Uh-huh. Um, if you put your headphones on, you can play the tablet. Okay, that's fine. Don't make noise. If this doesn't work, I'll have Eric come fetch him. Okay. <laughs> fetch! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, there's just something in my blood. Like I was destined for something different. What about you? You ever feel that way? Dean says, I don't believe in destiny. I do believe in dealing with what's right in front of us, though. Sam says, all right, so what do we do now? Dean says, we do what I do best, Sammy. Research. Sam says, okay. Did you just call me Sammy? <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> Dean says, did I? Sam says, I think you did. Yeah, don't. <laughs> like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Dean says, sorry. So we cut to some time later. Sam and Dean are both on their laptops. Dean says, oh, jackpot. I just found the best site ever. Real actual ghost hunters. These guys are genius. Check it out. <laughs> Sam says, instructional vid- videos. It's the ghost facers. Okay. I remember why I love this episode so much. Because <laughs> yeah. we get the ghost facers. Yeah. <laughs> I just love every episode the ghost facers are on, except for the last one they were on, which doesn't happen until much, much later season-wise. What which was kind was of that? a downer. Was season- no, it wasn't this season. Or was it season 14 or? 
I think it's maybe like twelve or thirteen. Okay. Yeah, it was remember. it was kind of a sad episode, and they end up like not together anymore. It wasn't good. I don't remember. Yeah. Eh. But anyways, <laughs> but this is gold. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Ghost Facers on the video. Ed says, "We know why you're watching." Harry says, "You've got a problem." Ed <laughs> says, "A ghost problem." Harry says, "A ghost related problem." It's like ghost adjacent. It's like a problem and the ghost. Ed says, whatever. Well, you've come to the right place. Yeah, you've come to the right place. The only decent place, really, because the ghost facers know how to solve it. Watch and learn. Harry says, see, the first step in any supernatural fight, they both say, figure out what you're up against. So Sam pulls up a picture of P.T. Sandover, who is the company founder. Dean says, that's him. That's the ghost. Sam reads, P.T. Sandover, died 1916, devoted his life to his work, no wife, no kids, used to say he was the company, and his very blood pumped through the building. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. All I could, okay, all I thought of with this was, like, fountains, like, those old fountains that are, like, carved out of stone and, like, super oh, intricate, yeah. just, like, bleeding. Yeah. Ugh. That's all I thought about. Right. <laughs> Dean says, wow, okay, so slight workaholic. Maybe he's still here, you know, watching over the company, even killing for it. Sam says, plus, turns out this isn't the first time people started killing themselves in the building. 1929, the crash. Dean says, yeah, but lots of guys jumped off lots of high rides that year. <laughs> Sam says, how many companies had 17 suicides? Dean says, okay, so P.T. Sandover, protector of the company. His ghost wakes up and becomes active during times of grave economic distress. Sam says, well, I mean, the worst time we've seen since the Great Depression, Dean says, is now. Yeah, now sucks. <laughs> My, portfo- <laughs> My portfolio is in the sewer. I don't even want to talk about it. Sam says, so Sandover's helping the bottom line. Dean says, by zapping some model employees. Sam says, yeah, I mean, Ian and Paul, it was like they turned into different people. Dean says, perfect worker bees. Exactly. So devoted to the company that they would commit harakiri if they failed it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you know what harakiri is? It's, if I'm remembering correctly, it's the, oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think it's the Japanese where they, like, the they samurais dis- kill themselves with their own sword. Yeah, but, like, specifically by disemboweling themselves. Yeah, I don't remember that part. But I, I looked it up because I was part. like, what is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam says, one more interesting fact. The building wasn't always that high. Used to be 14 floors. And the room where the ghost attacked, 1444, once upon a time, that was the old man's office. Um, I was reading some facts about this episode. Mm -hmm. And this, this, uh, specifically, buildings didn't have a 13th floor. So they would skip. Like, you know how a lot of hotels don't have a 13th floor? So they just go from 12 to 14. I've never noticed that. Oh, it's totally a thing. I guess it's a thing in office buildings, too. I thought it was just hotels. Okay, next time we go to... Okay, when we go to Vegas, Mm -hmm. we're going to look at the buttons. Okay. Because I've never noticed... I mean, I haven't looked for it either. Yeah, it's a total thing. So the 14th floor is the 13th floor. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And the number 1444 adds up to 13, I think. Hmm. Yeah, it does. So it's the 13th, you know, room 13 on floor 13, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So we cut back to Sam and Dean watching the ghost facers. As Ed says, once you got the thing in your sights, they both say, you kill it. 
Harry says, by using special ghost hunting weapons. Ed says, first, salt. It's like acid to ghosts. Harry says, burning acid. Ed says, not LSD. <laughs> Harry says, no, it's a bad trip for ghosts. Next up, iron. Pure power in your hand. Dissipates ghosts instantly. Sam says, that's why the wrench worked. Ed says, next little trick we learned from those useless douchebags. Harry says, that we hate. Ed says, the Winchesters. Harry says, sorry, I had to swallow. I had the some like weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take some water. <laughs> I don't know what. what Winchesters. What do you need to tell me? This keeps loading. Oh, yeah. Um, here, let's hit the back button. But I want to watch Well, try that. it again. Try it again. Okay. Let's see if we can master oh, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Harry says, gun. Ed says, shotgun shells. Pack it up with fresh rock salt. Harry says, very effective. Winchester still suck ass, though. Blah, blah, blah. Winchester still suck ass, though. <laughs> Ed says, affirmative suckage major. <laughs> I just love these guys oh. so much. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Dean packing up iron and other supplies. He says, where do we even get a gun? Sam says, gun store? <laughs> Dean says, isn't there, like, some kind of waiting period or something? Sam says, I think so. Dean says, then how in the hell? Sam says, I don't know, man. It seems pretty impossible, honestly. <laughs> I love that. They're like, how do we get a gun? Seems impossible to me. Yeah. (laughs) So we cut back to the Ghostfacers video. Ed says, the aforementioned super annoying Winchester douche nozzles also taught us this one other thing. Harry holds up a Zippo and says, you have to burn the remains. Okay, this next part gets a little gross. Sometimes you might have to dig up the body. Sorry. Ed says, it's illegal in some states. Harry says, all states. Ed says, possibly all states. Sam does some research and says, Sandover was cremated. Dean says, what? So what do we do now? We cut back to the ghost facers. Harry says, now if the deceased has been cremated, Ed says, don't panic. Harry says, don't panic. You got to look for some other remains. Hair in a locket, maybe. Fingernails. Baby teeth. Ed says, milk teeth. <laughs> that sounded really weird there. Milk teeth. <laughs> <laughs> just your milk teeth. <laughs> Oh my god, it hurts my back to laugh that hard. <laughs> Why am I making those sounds? <laughs> I don't know, but I really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Milk. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> oh, I'm no. really sorry. Okay, I'm going to drink some more water. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ed says. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. I think you should drink some water. I'm good. I just was choking my own spit. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay. Um, Harry says, genetic material. You know what we're talking about. Ed says, go find it. Harry says, fight well, young lions. Ed says, Godspeed. Which is something I say to Eric almost every time he goes to poop. <laughs> Godspeed. Yeah. I don't know when it became a thing, but it's a thing. Is it after watching Supernatural or is this before this? 
Oh, it's been like for years. So I don't know. I don't know when I first, I don't know what came first. This is <laughs> pooping. The chicken or the egg? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming he pooped before Supernatural. <laughs> he wouldn't be alive. <laughs> he would be a serious hurting unit. Oh, like that. God. <laughs> Not that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> So we cut to the Sandover building. Sam and Dean get in the elevator. Dean says, set your cell to walkie-talkie in case we get separated. Sam says, how the hell are we going to find some ancient speck of DNA in a skyscraper? Dean says, well, that creepy storeroom used to be Sandover's office, right? So we cut to Sandover's old office. The boys are going through all the stuff. Suddenly, a security guard sneaks up on Sam and says, what are you doing here? Dean hides. Sam says, uh, nothing. I just, the guard says, come with me. And he pulls him out of the room. Sam says, man, listen, it's okay. I work here. The guard says, whatever, tell it to the cops. They get into the elevator, start going down, and the video screen in the elevator starts to flicker. Then they see their own breath. The elevator skids to a stop between floors 9 and 10. The guard uses the key to open the elevator doors, and then he pulls the floor doors open. I don't know if that that's called floor doors. <laughs> I can think of another name doors. for it. Well, there's the elevator doors, and then there's the, the other set of doors that open on the not elevator side. Yeah. I mean, they're all elevator. elevator. Yeah. Well, so we, okay, here's the real question. Are we talking about it from the inside of the elevator for the outside of the elevator? Because they could all be elevator doors. I mean, well, yes. Maybe they don't have a special name. I feel like I don't know anything right now. (laughs) Okay. So if you're in the elevator, then the elevator door is the door to the elevator, right? Like, mm-hmm. the first door that you see. And then the other one, I mean, they open up at the same time, right? So it's just, like, the right. elevator door. Right, so it seems, it seems seamless to, yeah, it, to everybody. But, but when we're waiting for the elevator, we ha- we're waiting for the elevator door to open, right? Mm-hmm. And we're really waiting for the f- the door that's attached to the elevator shaft. The and not, so you don't, like, just right. walk into a hole, you know? Exactly, yeah. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, okay, so he pulls open those doors. The guard says, well, come on. Sam says, what? The guard says, last time this happened, it took them two hours to get here. Sam says, let's just wait. But the guard hops up onto the 10th floor and wiggles himself out. (laughs) The guard gets out. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. (laughs) Wiggle, 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 yeah. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) This whole scene reminded me of the movie Speed. Did you ever watch Speed with Keanu Reeves? It was Mm -mm. like Keanu's first big movie, not including Bill and Ted, because those are awesome movies. I haven't, yeah, no. I haven't seen any of those. Oh, you got to watch those. (laughs) They're so good. And they have such a good message. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) Be excellent. I listed, listed oh, no. a little bit when that happened. Yep. It's I've cool. noticed when I get tired, I do that. I kind of... Thoo, 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 thoo. Oh, it's fine. I apparently say things like milk tea. <laughs> <laughs> We're just as milk tea. <laughs> That's so creepy. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so the first in the very beginning of the movie Speed... Um, it's this office building and there's like 13 people who like just get out of this business meeting and all get onto one elevator Mm -hmm. and then, um, and then it stops and there's little bombs that are going off Mm -hmm. like around the elevator, like on top of the elevator, like anyways, they, the elevator falls and then the emergency brakes have it skid to a stop between floors. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they open the doors and they're getting out and you can see, um, this, 
Oh, God, I don't re- quite remember. I think the bad guy is in the elevator shaft and he's like pushing buttons to blow up more bombs. Oh. So they're trying to get everybody out, trying to get everybody mm-hmm. out. And the elevator does fall just as the last person is getting their feet out. And it almost gets them, but it doesn't quite. And it was just so like intensely. Ah! It, was, it was just, it's a really intense scene. Yeah. That's a great movie. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Oh, no. I, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen lately. Well, it's super old. I was a sheltered child. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty significantly sheltered child. So, yeah. We should watch it. I'm pretty sure I own it. <laughs> I know. I, I had it on VHS, and I used to watch it, like, every single day after school for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mm. good movie. <sighs> now I really want to watch it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the guard gets out and motions for Sam to follow, but Sam says, I'll wait. The guard leans into the elevator and says, look, I don't have the rest of my life here. Then the elevator drops and severing. Okay. Then the elevator drops a bit, severing the man's upper body and splattering Sam with blood. So it didn't look like. So as he so he was leaning in and it wasn't just his head. It was like his like shoulders, too, that were in. It looked like it. I think it like cut it from what I remember. It cut him like clean in half. Yeah, you know, like it wasn't just a decapitation. It was right, like right. A, it was more body than, than just yeah. head. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So Dean uh, walkies Sam and says, "Hey, you okay?" Sam says, "Call you back." So we cut to Sam wiping blood off of his face. He walkies Dean and says, "You there?" Dean says, "Yeah. Listen, I think you got it. Meet me." Oh no, that's what he says. I think I got it. (laughs) Meet me on 22. Sam says, okay, yeah, just take the stairs. So we cut to floor 22. Dean sees all the blood on Sam's shirt and says, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, your foot just scared the crap out of me. (laughs) It was like Killian crawling in the kitchen all over again. (laughs) It made some weird like whooshing sound. And I was like, what? Yeah. It's like my socks sliding on the Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting all jumpy now. (laughs) What's happening? Uh, okay so dean sees all the blood on sam's shirt and says whoa that's a lot of blood sam says yeah i know dean says right so uh in there and he points to a display that they're standing in front of sam says pt sandover's gloves dean says yeah how much you want to bet there's a little smidge of dna in there you know like a fingernail clipping or a hair or two something sam says so you ready dean says i have no idea Sam says, me neither. They both pick up some fire pokers, and Sam <laughs> says... <laughs> I'm sorry, that sentence just sounded funny. <laughs> like, I know it's I know it's right. It's just, like, not a sentence you hear every day. Yep. <laughs> Sam says, go for it, and Dean smashes the glass. Then they can see their own breath. The ghost throws them against opposite walls and then goes after Sam, who tosses rock salt at him. The ghost disappears. Dean says, oh, nice. Then the ghost appears behind Dean... And Sam tosses Dean an iron poker, and Dean catches it, swings it, uh, and swings it through him. The ghost disappears again. Sam says, nice catch. Dean says, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then the ghost gets between them and flings them into walls again. It goes for Dean just before, but just before it can touch him, Sam burns the gloves, and the ghost burns up and is gone. Sam says, that was amazing. Dean says, right? (laughs) He's so excited about all of this. I love it. So they go to Dean's office, and Dean says, man, I got to tell you, I've never had so much fun in my life. (laughs) Sam says, me neither. Dean says, it was a hell of a workout, too, wasn't it? Sam says, we should keep doing this. Dean laughs and says, I know. Sam says, I mean it. 
There's got to be other ghosts out there. We could help a lot of people. Dean says, yeah, right. We'd be like the ghost facers. Sam says, no, really. I mean, for real. Dean says, what? Quit our jobs and hit the road? Sam says, exactly. Dean asks, how would we live? Come on, you got to be kidding me. How would we get by? With stolen credit cards? Eating diner food drenched in saturated fats? Sharing a crap motel room every night? <laughs> Sam says, that's all just details. Dean says, details are everything. You don't want to go fighting ghosts without health insurance. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot. I know. Right? There's a long silence. And then Sam says, all right, confession. Remember those dreams I told you about with the ghosts? I was fighting them. With you. We were like these hunters. And we were friends. More like brothers, really. I mean, what if that's who we really are? I mean, you saw us back there working together. That ghost was scrambling people's brains. What if it scrambled ours? Dean says, that's insane. Sam says, is it? Think about it for just one second. What if we think this is our life, but it's not? Dean says, hey, man, the ghost is dead and we're still standing. I mean, I'm sorry, but Sam says, look, all I know is this isn't who we're supposed to be. Dean says, no, I'm Dean Smith, okay, director of sales and marketing. I went to Stanford. My father's name is Bob. My mother's name is Ellen. And my sister's name is Joe. Oh, okay. So Dean really does think about Joe sisterly. Is that what we're saying? Because I still kind of thought that he had not like a torch for her or anything, but kind of like a slow burn. And in the background, maybe one day that's a possibility. I do. I'm still going to stick with the I think he's got the slow burn for Joe. Okay. That's going to be my my opinion yeah. on that. <laughs> I love that his dad is Bobby and that Ellen mm-hmm. is his mom, though. I know. I love it. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, okay. Sam asks, when's the last time you talked to them, to any of them? Dean says, okay, you're upset. You're upset. You're confused. Sam says, yeah, because I only moved here because, okay. Sam says, yeah. Because I only moved here because I just broke up with my fiancé, Madison. Oh, he loved her. He did love her. I mean, he only knew her for a few days, so maybe he didn't love her, but he... He could see himself loving her. Yes, and Madison is the girl who was the werewolf, if you didn't remember, right. Um, Sam says, I called her number, and I got a damn animal hospital. Dean says, okay, what are you saying? You trying to say that that my family isn't real? That we've been injected with fake memories? Come on. Sam says, all I know is I got this feeling in my gut. I know that deep down, you got to be feeling it too. We're supposed to be something else. You're not just some corporate douchebag. This isn't you. I know you. Dean says, know me? You don't know me, pal. You should go. So Sam leaves and they both look really sad. We cut to Sam at his cubicle. The phone is ringing and he ignores it, but it keeps ringing. So he stands up and grabs the fire poker that he has with him. Which is kind of awkward to, like, (laughs) carry to your work, but that's fine. He smashes the phone over and over. Everyone is staring at him. He says, I quit. We cut to Dean working in his office. Mr. Adler Adler knocks on the door and says, got a minute? Dean says, sure, of course. Mr. Adler says, how are you feeling, Dean? Dean says, oh, great. Mr. Adler says, you look a little tired. Been working hard, I gather. Ah, don't be modest. I hear everything. I'm pleased with what I'm hearing. That's why it's important to me that you're happy. He pulls out a pen and a piece of paper and writes down a number. He says, how is that for a bonus? Dean says, very generous. Mr. Adler says, purely selfish. I want to make sure you're not going anywhere. Dean says, wow, are you sure? Mr. Adler says, positive. You are Sandover material, son. Real go-getter. 
carving your own way. Dean says, well, thanks. I try. Mr. Adler says, I see big things in your future. Maybe even Senior VP Eastern Great Lakes Division. Don't get me wrong. You'll have to work for it. Seven days a week, lunch at your desk. But in eight to ten short years, that could be you. Dean looks baffled. He says, oh, well, thank you. Thank you, sir. But I am giving my notice. Mr. Adler says, this is a joke. You're kidding me, right? Dean says, no. I recently, very recently, realized that I have some other work that I have to do. It's uh, very important to me. Mr. Adler says, other work, another company? Dean says, no. It's hard to explain. It's just that this, this is not who I'm supposed to be. Mr. Adler laughs. Dean says, what? Mr. Adler says, Dean, Dean, Dean. Finally. He leans over and touches Dean's forehead. Dean says, what the hell? Why am I wearing a tie? My God, am I hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's like the innermost soul of everybody who's on a diet is, I am hungry. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Mr. Adler says, welcome back. Dean says, wait, did I just get touched by? You're an angel, aren't you? (laughs) Mr. Adler says, I'm Zachariah. Dean says, oh, that's great. That's all I need. It's another one of you guys. Zach says, I am hardly another one, Dean. I'm Castiel's superior. Believe me, I had no interest in popping down here and into one of these smelly things. I like that he calls the human body a smelly thing. (laughs) It's a smelly thing. I mean, some are smelly things, I guess. They are. Good. I've met a few smelly things. Yeah, same here. Um, He says, but after the unfortunate situation with Uriel, I felt it necessary to pay a visit. Get my ducks in a row. Dean says, I am not one of your ducks. Zach says, starting with your attitude. Dean says, oh, so what? This is all some sort of lesson? Is that what you're telling me? Well, very creative. Zach says, you should see my decoupage. (laughs) Dean says, gross. No, thank you. (laughs) He's like, ew. That's so funny. Um, uh, So what? I'm just hallucinating all this? Is that it? Zach says, not at all. Real place, real haunting. Just plunks you in the middle without the benefit of your memories. Dean says, just to shake things up so you guys can have fun watching us run around like ass clowns in monkey suits? What's an ass clown? (laughs) That's what I want to (laughs) know. I'm not picturing good things. (laughs) Nope. I'm just going to say that right now. (laughs) I am not picturing good things. I mean, I don't like clowns, but an ass clown sounds terrifying. (laughs) Is it, does it look like an ass or does it come out of an ass? That's what I want to know. I imagine a clown face painted on someone's bare ass (laughs) with the little red nose sticking out from between the cheeks. (laughs) that's an ass clown in my mind Uh, zach says to prove to you that the path you're on Okay. 
Zach says, to prove to you that the path you're on is truly in your blood. You're a hunter, not because your dad made you, not because God called you back from hell, but because it's what you are and you love it. You'll find your way to it in the dark every single time and you're miserable without it. Dean, let's be real here. You're good at this. You'll be successful. You will stop it. Dean says, stop what? The apocalypse? Lucifer? What? Be specific, man. <laughs> Zach says, you'll do everything you're destined to do. All of it. But I know, I know, you're not strong enough. You're scared. You got daddy issues. <laughs> you can't do it, right? Dean says, angel or not, I will stab you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Zach smiles and says, all I'm saying is how... All I'm saying is, it's how you look at it. Most folks live and die without moving anything more than the dirt it takes to bury them. You get to change things, save people, maybe even the world. All the while, you drive a classic car and fornicate with women. (laughs) This isn't a curse, it's a gift. So for God's sake, Dean, quit whining about it. Look around, there are plenty of fates worse than yours. So you with me? You want to go steam yourself another latte? Or are you ready to stand up and be who you really are? And credits. I think that was kind of a low blow, like, you're going to steam yourself another latte or you're going to do this sort of thing. Right. It's like, okay, really? You know, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I have one thought that I just want to pull out there before okay. I forget. Um, so Sam and Dean, both, you know, without their memories and put yeah. into this life, um, why do you think that Sam was having visions or dreams and just like truly like didn't believe in what was going on do you think it's because of his demon blood well so i think it's because so it's not it's still his body it's still him he's Mm -hmm. just put into like a weird like alternate universe thing right and like his memories kind of tampered with but he still you know got the same blood in his system he still has all of the you know like the the demon cursey stuff right right so so you think that's why he was like look like this is this is I've this been, is not yeah. our life yeah but dean did not feel that way yeah he didn't have those convictions or whatever yeah. like i think he okay. was suspicious <clears throat> because of all the like stuff that he would just like do autopilot you know yeah. but i don't think he would have ever thought about it if sam didn't say anything mm-hmm. okay same here so but, okay yeah mm-hmm. that was all Okay. <laughs> my, well, my first thought is, I don't like Sam's sideburns. Oh, I didn't notice they're Sam's sideburns. They're terrible. They're not as oh. bad as they're gonna be. No. I think in, like, season six, it's, like, the super big douchey sideburns that, like, you know, go out yeah. on a cheekbone. Yeah. Ugh, I don't it's like it. But you know. Just no. I mean, that was popular then. Yeah, I guess. But I don't like it. Ugh. It's not popular now. No. <laughs> and was it ever really popular then? Or was uh, it more of, like, a fashion statement? Yeah, Like, it a was. trend thing than something that actually looked good? Yeah. Like, yes. The trend back when I was in middle school was to wear white or like meh, like elementary school, middle school was to wear white eyeshadow. Oh, really? Yep. I don't remember that trend. Oh man, like everybody is like you'd wear your your black eyeliner, your black mascara, and white eyeshadow, and that was it. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Even and remember everybody seeing, like, did a it. Of it. Like that was the trend. Everybody did it. 
I know multiple people who did that every day. That's crazy. <laughs> and they were the cool kids. because <laughs> White did eyeshadow. Yeah. Ugh. Like white, white. So not like shimmery, see-through white. I mean, it could be shimmery or whatever, mm-hmm. but like you, it had to be like paper white. Like God. not, you know how like some are like you get the tint of like a hint of color mm-hmm. and it's like whatever. No, this was like white. I've never even heard of that. That's so funny. I'm going to look up a picture. Okay. I believe you, but I just. I, like, I got to show you. I Like you have to have seen this before. White eyeshadow. Uh, 90s. I'm just going to go 90s. Okay. 90s white eyeshadow. Like, everybody did it. I don't know why. I don't know what the deal was with it. But, like, I mean, that so many people did it. Okay. Save your makeup ideas. <laughs> I was asking to save I'm your makeup I'm not going to save these makeup ideas. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they existed. <clears throat> definitely a thing it was it was not good okay i do remember the like kind of shimmery see-through light colored eyeshadow yeah no the this was like i mean most people that i knew wore it like thick white eyeshadow like their eyelids were white That's so, and then that does not sound pleasing either a lot of mascara or a lot of mascara with some black eyeliner as well yeah huh okay yeah that was the thing i don't know <laughs> Um, so my only other thought was, I think it's hilarious how Dean was the health nut in this one. Oh, He's right. Like, oh, I'm going to try this lemon cayenne maple thing. And, oh, you know, like, I, I'm all bloated. And, like, all yeah. this stuff. And just like, what? Like, I knew something was really wrong the second I saw Dean eating a salad. <laughs> yeah. I knew something was really wrong when he switched his, his hard rock to NPR. Yeah. That's when I was like, wait, this is not just for show. He's not <laughs> trying to fool somebody. This like, is like this really is real life. Something is wrong. Of, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. At first, I, I remember the first time I saw this, I thought it was like a trickster thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. I see and that. I'm glad I wasn't. I, I actually, I really love the actor who plays Zachariah. I mean, I hate Zachariah. Yeah. And I suppose at the end of this episode, you don't know if you like him or don't like him really yeah, yet. He like, just he's kind of a him, dick yeah. for making him go through this whole experience. Yeah. Like, you probably could have had that last conversation with him without going through that whole experience. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. But, like, um, why, why? You know? Yeah. But he's, um, this actor, he's in, um, a show called Psych. Did you ever watch Psych? I've seen little bits and pieces of it, but oh, I've never, That's when like, you gotta watch him in the beginning, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's the, um, what is it? Like the guy who does autopsies. Autopsies. Mortician? Mortician, yeah. Yeah. And he's like so weird <laughs> and like inappropriately awkward and he's hilarious. <laughs> like, okay, buddy, I yeah, see you. <laughs> yeah, he he's plays such a fun, fun character on that show that I just totally love to see him in this. Also, the character of Zachariah, he's very convincing you know, I feel like he yeah. could he could just really convince you of anything. He could yeah. put his, the little old spin on whatever. Zachariah or the actor? Zachariah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like that about him. Mm-hmm. How you're like, oh, I guess I, you know, I, I can look you can at it You can make anything seem like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Even if it maybe isn't, you know. Right. Like, mm. <clears throat> we all know people like that. <laughs> yeah. so I like him and I, I like, I like to dislike him. Yeah. 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 
So what was your favorite moment from this episode? Oh, my God, the ghost facers. <laughs> I was just so happy to see them again. Yeah. And I love that they're like, oh, those douchebag Winchesters. I just, yeah. I love, I love them. Yeah. I just, I want to be them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a ghost facer. Oh. <sighs> they're just so funny. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm just, I'm just like, oh, in my own world. Oh, ghost faces. Yeah, they're adorable. What's your yeah. favorite moment? Um, I have two. Okay. Uh, the first one is, what if it's something not natural? <laughs> right. <laughs> From Sam. Because, I mean, you know. Yep. And then the other one is, you don't want to go fighting ghosts without any health insurance. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> So what do they do when they have to go to the hospital? Do they, they don't, usually. They, they have gone to the hospital, Well, yeah. Though. Actually, I mean, they probably just, like, leave. Do you think they have, like, fake health insurance? Oh, I'm sure. Cards? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, and it would make sense. Okay, I'm trying to think of when John was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And when Dean was in the hospital after the car crash at the, or at the beginning of season one. Or I guess. At season end of two. Se- or, sorry, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say end of season one beginning of season two mm-hmm. and then I just went with beginning of season one that's okay um and I'm trying to remember if they like called them something different I feel like I don't know if it was that episode but maybe in one episode there is a there someone does call them by a different last name but I might be thinking of something totally different so I don't know yeah I would assume that they probably try and avoid the hospitals at all costs and mm-hmm. then if um, they have to go. They pretend they're somebody else. Yeah, they must. So, um, can I? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I'm just sitting here yawning. Um, so our interesting facts from this one. Um, it says, in this episode, Sam and Dean have the surname Smith and Wesson, like the character's actual surname, Winchester. The name Smith and Wesson is the name of a famous gun company. Yep. Um... The title of this episode is a wordplay on the Christmas movie classic entitled It's a Wonderful Life from 1946, which I still don't know if I've seen or not. I don't know if I have either. I don't think I have. I think I've seen, like, bits and pieces, but never enough to, like, actually know that's what I was watching. Mm -hmm. But... It says, the ironic twist here is that when George Bailey is removed from his life in the movie, things are pretty terrible, but when the Winchesters, but when the Winchester boys are removed from their lives, the world is pretty decent for them. <laughs> is it decent for them? I mean... I mean, there's they're not dying at all times. That's true. I mean, Dean's <laughs> life seems decent enough, yeah. but Sam's doesn't. I mean, it's just a nine-to-five job. You yeah, know? Like, that's it true. Seem... Just doing tech support. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's whatever, you know? <laughs> Um, so it says actual Ghostfacers webisodes were created to accompany the season. Um, in the first one, shots of their workshop reveal a dartboard with the Winchester's pictures on it. <laughs> if Sam and Dean had, uh, watched all the Ghostfacers online instructional videos, they likely would have seen those photos. Yeah. I have not watched those webisodes. I don't know if they're available to watch on, like, the CW seed or, like, what. I need to really look I into mean, that. I I would maybe... Because I know that, like, Castiel is in one of them. I don't know. I wouldn't need to, but, I, you know, I would just love some more ghost facers, so. I think, I mean, if you're going to find them anywhere, you're probably going to find them on, like, YouTube or something. That's true. Because, yeah, I mean, like, where else? I mean, they they were, you could just watch them on the CW website for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, and I never did. I don't know why I never did, but, um... 
Yeah, you can find Kings of Khan on there. Yeah, and it has all of the ghost facers too, not just the two of them. Yeah, are in the webisode. So I'm gonna huh. I'm gonna figure this out because I've been meaning to for literally years. <laughs> so just haven't done it yet. Yeah, <laughs> just need to do it. <clears throat> well, our research from this episode. Um, is off of HuffPost.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it is six real-life office ghost stories that will totally give you the chills. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It says, beyond the familiar horrors of the workplace, <laughs> bad bosses, annoying co- co-workers, and demanding deadlines with no end in sight, uh, some people have unsettling experiences that cannot be explained by earthly logic. Years later, even after they've left their jobs, they still remember the offices that haunted them during long, lonely shifts. Um... So, so the first one is the one with a disembodied voice. It says, we've come to believe a terrible accident took place during the building of our coffee shop. Uh, the first time I noticed anything, I was in the lobby alone, no customers, all co-workers in the back room, and I heard a man ask, where are my hands? I nearly peed my pants. <laughs> Since then, every now and then, weird things will happen. We'll hear somebody asking for help or saying, hello, 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 when nobody's in the store. Creepy. Uh, There have been multiple times I'm in the back alone washing dishes and see something move out of the corner of my eye or hear something fall or shuffle. I'll check and no one will be there. We'll hear the bell for our door opening, but no one is there. I definitely don't enjoy my shifts when something like that happens. (laughs) That sounds terrifying. It says, barista for a major coffee chain in Washington. Uh Uh-oh. Crap. (laughs) Where are we getting our coffee from? I know. Ah. Starbucks. <laughs> I usually don't get coffee. I live like just down the street from, well, not just down the street, kind of, just a few blocks away from a Dutch Brothers. Okay. Which I've only been there one time, mm-hmm. but I already like it more than Starbucks, mm-hmm. like by far. I don't think I've tried Dutch Brothers, to be honest. Oh, uh, we'll have to go. Okay. It's pretty good. A lot of their drinks are very, very sugary. Okay. Like it's really sweet. But they're the thing is with Starbucks is that they burn their beans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the coffee itself isn't amazing. Like all their flavors and all that sort of stuff that they do is good. Mm-hmm. Where like Dutch Brothers from what I remember, the flavor was really good. It was just very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. But the coffee wasn't burnt tasting so i think that's probably why too yeah is because they have good coffee it's not gonna like it's not sugar covering the taste of burnt i know like it's just straight sugar yeah (laughs) but anyways um second one is the one with creepy people just out of sight (laughs) it says i was in field service as a technician so i traveled a lot this was a customer that i was dispatched to in texas i flew in and arrived late on friday so i had to go in on saturday When I arrived, I noticed that there weren't many cars in the parking lot. The business was closed and had someone waiting on me that morning to, and had someone waiting on me that morning to let me in, and he left me there alone. It's a large building about the size of one and a half football fields. It has about five fans on the long walls with loose slats on the outside to blow out hot air, but not let cold air blow in. I started up the machine and got to work. I didn't notice anything at first, but kept having a strange feeling that someone or a few people were there. I even went out to check the parking lot a few times. At about noon, the guy that let me in came by and asked if I wanted to go to lunch. I told him that I was fine and continued working after he gave me his number to call when I was close to being done. Shortly after he left, I started hearing footsteps all around me, like people casually walking down aisles but stopping as soon as I got near the few time or as soon as I got near the few times I would investigate. Uh, I smoke, so I was outside almost hourly, and it was calm and cool, and it was a calm and cool day without any wind. When it wasn't footsteps, I started hearing the slats moving about as if there was wind. 
I couldn't get a good look from the inside because of the fans, and it just looked as if the wind was causing them to flap, but I walked out and there wasn't any wind. Not a single leaf on the trees was moving. When I came back inside, they would stay quiet for a short while and then start again until I would go outside to check. This happened about ten times or so. The creepiest part of being there was seeing what appeared to be my people walk past... Or walk... (laughs) The creepiest part of being there was seeing what appeared to be people walk past equipment in my peripheral vision, but seeing nothing when I turned around. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) I had about four or five of those experiences. Um, I called the guy around five and told him that I was done. He came in and he locked the place up. I didn't think about it at the time, but I remember that he wouldn't come inside. Hmm. Like, <laughs> eh. Oh, that would really fuck me up. Like, let me in, but don't come inside. And yeah. Then, like, just lock me in there with, yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> um... This one is the one with ominous phone rings. <laughs> says, in our old office, if you worked past 9 p.m., sometimes the printer would just start printing stuff and you'd be the only one there. Phones would ring and ring, but when you answer, no one's there. Lights flashing on the intercom, but no one was around. Those were some dicey nights. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Um, number four is the one with noises downstairs that can't be explained. It says, the food kitchen at the restaurant where I work is downstairs. We stopped serving food at 10 o'clock, but we're still open until midnight. When I was closing up a few years ago, I was minding my own business when I started hearing what sounded like pots and pans clanging. I assumed the kitchen boys were still there, so I went down to see what all the commotion was about. When I got down there, the lights were off and they had left for the night. Needless to say, I ran back upstairs and waited for the arrival of a regular to calm my nerves. When I mentioned it to the other regulars and our nighttime cleaning man, they corroborated my story and said that they've also had strange experiences in the restaurant at night. Enough to get my blood pressure up. (laughs) Oh, I don't like it. Yep. I'd be like, I'm finding a new job. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. I'm done. (laughs) Um, Five is the one with a ghost turning on the light. Um, It says, Tampa Theater is a very haunted place, and we've had enough paranormal investigators that have explored the building and corroborated, yeah, you've got something here. Uh, Foster Fink Finley, the ghost of the former projectionist. Wait, Foster Fink Finley? Foster Finley, and in quotations, Fink. Okay. So so Fink, the ghost of the former projectionist. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Foster Fink. Oh, no. Uh, Likes to turn... Yeah, so Fink likes to turn the lights on up in the projection booth. Uh, That probably scared me more than anything else just because we had been in the building all evening with a group of investigators and with a documentary crew. We were up in the booth. We were wrapping up the... Uh, we were wrapping up the night. We had a piece of equipment called a REM pod with us. It's a proximity sensor. The woman had asked Fink, the spirit of our projectionist, can you make the lights light up? Indicating the piece of equipment and the overhead lights came on. Oh my god. <gasps> uh, throw up. <laughs> the documentary crew, thank goodness, did not use the clip of their friendly marketer, marketing director going, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool though that they... We're looking for activity and it happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't, I think I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. Not that I would be looking. Yeah. But if I was, I feel like I wouldn't be able to handle it if yeah. something were to happen. <laughs> um, so the last one is the one with a ponytail tug. Ooh. I yeah. don't like it already. Yeah. <laughs> um, So it says, there were occasions that I would be working on off days or times when no one else was in the elementary school building. Um, In the silence, I could sometimes hear what sounded like faint shuffling and whispering in the hallway. 
Very often, toilets would flush and sinks would turn off and on by themselves. Uh, one hot day near the end of the school year, I had my hair pulled back in a ponytail. As I sat at my desk, I felt someone lightly tug the ponytail twice. No one was there. Ew. It all felt very playful and kid-like, and I wasn't afraid. Other people were a little freaked out when they noticed things happening, especially the flushing toilets. Mm-hmm. They were loud. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I do not like the flushing toilet thing. Oh, I don't either. Okay, just let me say this right now. So at my work, we joke all the time that there's a ghost in one of the bathrooms because, you know, those automatic toilet, or automatic toilet paper, no, automatic paper towel rolls yeah. where you, like, wipe your hand in front of it or whatever yeah. and then it dispenses. So a lot of times you'll, like, walk into the bathroom and you're not in front of the sensor yet and it'll dispense paper towels or you know like you dispense the paper towel and you pull the paper towel off and as you're walking away it spits out another one okay but it doesn't do it every time that's the thing is it like totally randomly does it like it'll do it once in one day Mm -hmm. and then it won't do it for like weeks and weeks and then it'll do it a bunch of times in one day and then it won't do it for like a couple of days and then it'll do it a bunch of times like it does there's no like rhyme or reason to it Mm -hmm. it's just it's really weird the whole thing is weird so. You know what happened to me one time? This has nothing to do with the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered it. I was in my car. Um, I think I was in the silver car, so the one that Eric drives now. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe not. Maybe I was in uh, – it doesn't matter what car I was in. <laughs> I was in my car, and it was nighttime, and I was reaching up to turn the light on inside the car. Mm-hmm. So and before I touched the button, mm-hmm. it's one that you have to push, and it, like, yeah. clicks on uh-huh. to push it again to click it off. Yeah. Before I touched it, the light turned on. That's weird. Yeah. <sighs> did it turn off, t- or did it just stay on? It stayed on. And then when it when you went to turn it off and, like, clicked it off, it yep. did its normal thing? Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it either when it happened. I remember just being like, holy shit. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I know. I feel like it might have been our Nissan, our newer car, because I think Killian was in the car with me, but I might just, I don't know why I think that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think because I remember being like, okay, don't freak out and start saying a bunch of swear words. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't do it. Right. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you know, like, if you did, it would kind of be reasonable, you right. know? Like... Yeah, I, I, I think like yeah, I think I was trying to like keep my shit together for Killian, but <laughs> but it was years ago, so he probably wasn't old enough to even, you know what I mean? Oh, he probably wouldn't have even known. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mm, I've had weird stuff happen to me before, mm-hmm. but I mean, nothing that's like. Yeah, I don't know. I've just had weird stuff happen to me before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I haven't, like, made any sense of it, but I also, like, try to not think about it. You yeah, know? <laughs> like, I get that. I'm just like, mm, nope. <laughs> yeah. Now anytime the lights flicker or anything like that, I'm like, it's my cousin. Yeah. And so I try to be like, so I'm not, like, creeped out. I'm always just like, hi, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, anyway, thank you so much for uh, listening. Hold on. Oh, you trying to get away without saying your injured or ass butt moment. Oh, no. I totally thought we were done. That's no. so funny. Okay, you go first. What was your injured or ass butt moment? Oh, okay. So mine. Okay. Oh, I'm so mad. Okay. So I, with my job, I have to renew my license every year. And it's through the Department of Health. And they send you a, um, a like a paper it's like a form that you can fill out and send a check in and like you know send them the money and then they do it or it gives you a code to go online to like just do it online okay and i think there's like an extra like 
$2.50 fee or something like that. But it's like, okay, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I have been looking for this. Okay. And also it's due on your birth. Like you have to get it updated by your birthday. Okay. Right. And so, you know, I've lived in a few different places in the last few months. And so all of this time that I would have been getting it, like, I, I don't know, like, where they would have, like, I don't remember if I ever changed my address. Like, I right. don't know, you know, like, and the last place that I got it was at Chris's place, right? Okay. So, like, logically, that's where it would have gone, right? Because, right? like, I don't remember changing my address, and I'm, like, 99.99% sure I didn't. Okay. And so, but I'm, like, texting, you know, my friend that I was living with for a little while and going, okay, you know, like, have you seen this? Like, where, do you know? You know, and then, you know, she's like, no, I haven't seen anything. Like, I gave you all the mail that I've gotten, you know, and if it's not in there, then we haven't had it. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, okay, it's not at my aunt and uncle's house. Like, it wouldn't be there. And so I'm like... Because I, I never put in their address for anything, really. So yeah. I'm just kind of like, okay. And it didn't come to my new address because it would have been too late at that point. Yeah. For the, well, maybe not. Well, maybe it might have. It would have come there if I would have changed the address. But, which I didn't even think about. And so, okay, I text Chris and I'm like, um, do you have this? Because I need to renew my license and that's the information that I need to renew my license online. Unless, or I think if you just go in, it'll do it, Mm -hmm. but they've been closed so often. Okay. My birthday is on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I have to go in on Monday if, and if they don't let me do it, I'm screwed because Jackass over here is keeping it from, I'm sure he either just like sent it back to the post office or was just like, oh, this is going to screw her over. I'm just going to shred it or I'm just going to do whatever and then say Mm -hmm. I never, you know, got it. So then that way, like, it just makes her life more difficult. Right. And I'm like, are you joking me? And I'm like 99% sure that he for sure got it, Mm -hmm. you know, that... It's just either sitting in his house somewhere or he threw it away or whatever because he was like, oh, she's not here anymore. Toss. It's like, okay, so you're just going to, like, jeopardize everything for me. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it'll work out just fine. I just need to go on Monday and be like, hey, um, I need to update this. My birthday's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, like, ugh. But, yeah. Oh, that sucks. What a dick. Like, like, really? Come on. Like, yeah. why? Like, be a fucking grown up. Like, just be once. a grown up. Yeah. Like, this is my job we're talking about here. It's mm-hmm. not even just like, oh, this is like, you know, like, for all he knows, I need that piece of paper right. to do this because it has the code on it. And I'm sure, like, I think last time, last year when I had to go and renew it, I was like, no, I need to find this paper because it's got the code and blah, 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 you know. And so, with that impression, I would assume that he thinks that I have to have that code, mm-hmm. and he knows that, so mm-hmm. he's keeping it from me, so I can't do it. Right. Yeah. Probably. Probably. That, it would not surprise me at all. Yeah, that fits in his character. So, yeah, he's an ass butt. But yeah. there's that. <laughs> so, what was your original right. ass butt moment? Okay, well, mine is pretty short, which is good, because I think this episode is running pretty long. <laughs> um, but um, I had... Um, Eric had one of his friends over the other night, James, and we were talking with Killian, and I was like, hey, Killian, you know, who is going to be five in, like, nine days? Mm-hmm. We were like, Killian, you know, are you going to marry a girl or a boy? And he was like, I'm going to marry a girl. And I was like, oh, cool, maybe you're going to marry someone you already know. I was like, are you going to marry Yaya? And he was like, no. And I was like, <laughs> are you going to marry Alora? And he was like, no. And I was like, why not? Alora's really cute. And he goes, 
Uh, yeah, but she might not be cute when she's older. <laughs> and we all just like burst out laughing, and he kind of started laughing too. But like you He's could like, tell he didn't get it. Get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he didn't understand why we were all laughing. Uh, kids say the darndest things, and that's the thing is like he doesn't mean any harm by it, but no. he's like legitimately just like. Oh, I don't know what she's going to look like. I know. Older, you know. He's just stating facts. I know. You know. Like, I mean, he's not wrong. But it's just kind of like, oh, buddy. You oh, know? yeah. It was so funny. Uh, so funny that he said that. Good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Is it time to end the podcast? It is not Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspwetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.